Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. Hey, good morning, friends. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Chat with Ryan Frank. So glad that you are here. Listen, question as we kick off the coffee chat today. Did you know that Kids Matter has a magazine? I know a lot of you have been going to kidsmatter.com and you've been finding downloads to help you in your Zoom meetings and your pre-recorded services. And uh, those of you that are regathering for your kids' church and stuff like that. But if you are new to Kids Matter, you may not realize that Kids Matter has a magazine. Now, why am I talking to you about this today? Because our team is putting the final touches on the fall issue of Kids Matter magazine, which means if you are not subscribed to Kids Matter magazine, now is the time to subscribe. Kids Matter magazine is not a digital magazine. It is a print magazine um, full of great articles, just what you would expect in a magazine. Good articles. You discover great resources to help you in your ministry. Um, Our editorial team does a great job of putting these issues together. If you serve kids and families in the church and you are not subscribed to Kids Matter magazine, it's really the best 20 bucks you can spend every year, right? Now, if you subscribe to Kids Matter Pro, you get the magazine included. Whenever we print a magazine, we ship you one in the mail. Um, So get subscribed to Kids Matter magazine. That next issue I think we're a week away from going to the printer, if that. So uh, we are days away from going to the printer and we want to get you on our subscriber list. Go to kidsmatter.com, put a Z in there, just like the magazine shows here on the screen, K-I-D-Z-M-A-T-T-E-R.com. In the red bar at the top, there's a button that says shop and the very first option is Kids Matter Magazine. That's where you go to subscribe. Good morning. If you're watching this on Facebook this morning on the I Love Kidmen Facebook group or the Ryan Frank Facebook page, we're glad you're here. Those of you listening to this on the podcast today, the Ryan Frank podcast, welcome podcast listeners. Those of you on YouTube, we're glad that you're here as well. Had a great weekend. Global Kidmen Day was August the 8th on Saturday. And if you were on social media, you probably saw pictures from churches and really all around the world that gathered on Saturday. Now, a lot of churches are doing the Global Kidman Day training in a few weeks, some of you in September or October, kind of waiting this pandemic out a little bit. We had a lot of churches did it virtually. It was a great day. Thank you to all the speakers. And we could not have pulled off Global Kidman Day without you. So thank you for your support of Global Kidman Day. A great reminder that what you do in children's ministry matters. You are not just babysitting. You are not just providing childcare. You are not just providing a service while the adults are upstairs doing the important stuff. No, what you are doing is the important stuff. What you do really, really matters. Our guests today on the coffee chat are David and Tisha Laughlin. David and Tisha Laughlin. Our great friends of our ministry, great friends of Beth and myself, they love the Lord, they love kids ministry leaders, and I am pumped to have them with me on the coffee chat. Good morning, David and Tisha. Good morning, Ryan. Thanks for having us. What is this? Now, I'm telling you what, this was a treat. I logged into Zoom 
a, a few minutes before we started thinking I was just going to be talking with David today. And I get David and Tisha. Man, how did I, how did we pull this off? What, Tisha, what did David promise you? Did he tell you I was going to, that there was a big check coming in the mail or? He's going to watch all the four children by himself. That's the real secret is we're with grandma and grandpa. So grandma has the kids. And so we can actually both sit down yes. with less worries of them come storming in here for whatever reason. So it makes it kind of fun. That's pretty nice. Oh, we're good. Well, we love David and Tisha Laughlin. Um, tell us just a minute, guys, for, I don't want to assume, I feel like David and Tisha Laughlin, that you're, you are, um, you're pillars in the Kidman community. I mean, you think Kidman and you think David and Tisha Laughlin, but I don't want to assume that everybody knows who David and Tisha is. Maybe we have some people listening or watching that this first time they've met you, tell us a little bit about your ministry. And I'd all, I think it would also be kind of fun to hear about your family. So I know you've got four kids. You just mentioned that. Beautiful kids. Um, tell us about your family. Tell us about your ministry. And what does your week-to-week -week look like as you serve churches and Kidman leaders? Yeah, so I, I guess the quick history is we were like had normal jobs, but we worked in the children's ministry at our church way back when we lived in Kansas. This is about 20 years ago. And so we would do like the weekly children's moments and just help with different children's things. Then we ended up uh, taking multiple months and going on the road with what was then One Way Street, Dale and Liz Von Sagan, and did events with churches. And then that's where we kind of learned all the traditional kind of children's pastors, tricks of the trade, whether it was, you know, creative storytelling, illusions, balloons, puppets, all those kind of fun things. And yeah, and so from there, yeah. I'm amazed. Let me just jump in. Yes. I'm amazed at how many, you know, I was just talking to someone on the coffee chat a week or two ago, and I'm, now that it's slipping me, but who said, who was talking about how influential Dale and Liz Von Sagan were early on in their ministry. Absolutely. And you know, for a lot of people, for people that are new in Kidman, you may not be familiar with Dale and Liz Von Sagan and One Way Street, but it is amazing the impact that they had. I mean, they, they were really pioneers in children's ministry back in the day, weren't they? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, what's really awesome is for the past couple of months, Liz has been even teaching us, like, meeting with our family, doing weekly Spanish lessons. What? These regular updates. And she is still just like at that creative forefront saying, what else can we do to reach kids and families? So, yeah, yeah, we feel really blessed. I mean, Dale and Liz were so instrumental in us starting out our ministry and how they mm -hmm. put it into us and they taught us puppetry and they taught us how to teach workshops to people coming to all these festivals, how to judge and how to MC. I mean, and how Dale can look at something and just have such a vision for it. And Liz being able just to take us in and have patience to teach, you know, these young kids who we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, really like Dale teaching us like how to have a table, a sales table after our yeah. program. Him teaching us how um, to even set the table up to, I mean, I could just go on forever. And so it's just, it's so cool to see how they poured into us. And now Liz coming over every week to our house and pouring into our kids. You know, we have mm -hmm. a real heart 
to take our kids on the mission field and to expose them, you know, to the world around them. And we're going to be going back to Guatemala and working in an orphanage. And so she is teaching them how to perform in Spanish. They're already, they've already done puppets and sticks and they have three songs down solid. And so it's so beautiful to see her pour into them and just to teach them, this is how you stand on stage. And it's just so much, I think, more effective coming, Ryan, from her than from us um, to reinforce that. And we've, it's, it's been a blessing to- I, I think that's, that's so cool. I, it's awesome. There, you don't meet a lot of people that, I, maybe I shouldn't say that, but Dale was really, um, I love what you said about like learning about the sales table because he was he was so, had such a heart for ministry and pastors and training, but also was had that entrepreneurial spirit. When we launched the new kidsmatter.com with all these downloads and we sat at our team to kind of blueprint the site, I remember saying that if we're going to sell these downloads, we've got to have um, preview videos for them to see what they're buying. And I thought about Dale Von Sagan is what motivated that. Because I remember one day I asked Dale, if I could just shadow him at one of his puppet festivals to see how he does it and what he does. And I, so I literally followed him. It was up in um, go, somewhere in Northern Indiana, I forget the name of the town, but where he went every year for a festival. And he set up, I, I was watching him set up the table and he had, he set up like 10 cassette tape players on one table with his cassettes. And he said, Ryan, he said, if people can't hear the music, they won't buy it. And I thought about that with this Kids Matter site. Like, they've got to be able to see this video if, the, if I want them to buy the video to use in their ministry. I, just, I think it's amazing the impact people can have in the ripple effect. And here you guys are seeing it in your family. So I took a rabbit trail. But I, th I wanted to pause there because I thought that's a really neat part of your story that Dale Von Sagan, who went home to be with the Lord a year or two back, his wife still going, had played such a role in your story. Thanks for letting me interrupt. Okay, keep going. Well, just to add to that though, Ryan, I think it's kind of funny because just today I was talking with my dad about you and I said, you know, you remind me a lot of Dale in terms of Dale, like his biggest strength was like finding what other people do and helping them bring that out and make it better. I feel you do the same thing. Like, you know, you are always connecting with all these different people and saying, hey, you're good at this. Let's bring that out of you. So it's, uh, it's cool to see those, like just hear, even to hear that you shadowed him, yeah. but now seeing it reflected in you, whether you realize it or not. So that's awesome. Yeah, cool. That is cool. I love that. Yeah. All right. So you um, you got jobs out of high school or college, not not in magic. What were you, what, what were you doing? Um, my degree was like in social work. So I worked okay. at an area agency on aging and um, I did social work for in gerontology um so what, did you ever did you ever think in college like i aspire to marry a magician that's going to travel have no steady means of income but is going to rely on churches weekend after weekend was that an aspiration in college no i um in college i still was just so in love with david so i wanted to marry him but she always wanted to be an actress so she kind of gets that dream what? Sure. No, is that the truth since I was in third grade, when I gave my life to the Lord, I've had such a passion actually to lead others to the Lord. And so yeah. I 
always wanted to be like a missionary or have my own orphanage. Um, you know, even through college, just like I have such a heart for missions. And so always trying to evangelize everyone that I came around. Um, nice. And so I think- And you wanted to be an actress. So <laughs> it's all those things. <laughs> I can see that in your T-shirt, that's neat. Um, now an actress, missionary, I mean, it's all of those things come true. What's not to love, right? When you guys, was it love at first sight when you guys met each other? Oh, yes. I was 12 and David no. was in town and I had a big crush on him. It was love at first sight. Well, we, now we met, but it, it was really in high school. We were both in fellowship of Christian athletes. And so I was, I think, 15. Okay. That's when we actually started dating. But yeah, pretty yeah. much love at first sight. So ha are you guys the same age? No, she is nine months younger so there's uh, like three months a year we're the same age okay that's fun because i wrote i took an interest in beth when she was 12. i did so there's a connection between i didn't know i was i was i was 15 going on 16 which now looking back i'm like what were her parents thinking letting us be friends and stuff when i was 16 and she was 12 going on 13. it's kind of weird now and yeah. i would freak out if i did that with one of my girls but that's our story yeah we have an 11 year old. I can't imagine him at 12 having a big crush on a girl that just. A 16 year old girl like wanting to have a relationship with him. You'd be like, huh? Nope, <laughs> not gonna happen. Yeah. Stay away from creeps like that. All right. So yeah, so you um, you start, you're serving in the church on the weekends. I, and then I it got muddy in my brain here with Dale Von Sagan, but pick up the story, yeah. Yeah, so Tisha was working at a, like basically with the elderly, helping kind of make things more comfortable, arranging meals on wheels, things like that. I worked for a college in Ottawa, Kansas. So I was okay. a director and then also directed the student union. So where kind of all the student activities happened, whether it be cafeteria, mail services, like we'd schedule groups to come in from the outside and activities for our students. So we were both basically, we lived on a college campus and we're just like working with college students, but also working with our church. Um, when we left our jobs and we actually went to uh, India to do mission work. So that meant we can't live on campus anymore if we're not working on campus. And so we moved everything into Tisha's parents' basement in Colorado and went to India for a few months without knowing what was next. And um, I guess the rest of the story in brief is we came back and Dale Von Sagan called and said, hey, I heard you guys aren't doing anything. Come on the road with me. We said, okay. And so when we did that, he started sending things out ahead of time saying, hey, we're doing this festival. We actually went to your church at one of those, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I remember. In I the Black Suburban. Remember Black Suburban? What's that? Remember Dale's Black Suburban? Yes. Yeah. Or Tahoe or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for yeah. exclusion. Yeah, and so excursion. That's right. Yep, yep. He's he us on the road, but he'd email people like you ahead of time and say, "Hey, we have these people coming to set up our puppet festival. You should have them come yeah. to your church while they're there." And so you were one of yep. the people who said, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> and I do remember Dale telling us, "You know, you really should get some business cards." So really? That? Yeah, and we like printed them. Off get some business them. cards. That is awesome. We got uh, tear apart, perforated. Office yeah. cards made at home. Mm -hmm. But oh. yeah, so that was three months. And then um, from there, some of those people started saying, 
hey, you should come back to our church. You know, we should have you come back this fall for a festival or for Easter or for VBS or whatever it was. Yeah, and so now, 18 years later, uh, that's still what we're doing. So 18 there you go. years later, that's neat. Any idea how many churches you guys have been in? I mean, if you were going to guess, it's got to be a thousand churches, don't you think? I would think so. Yeah. So every year, yeah, I mean, it's close to 75 to 100 to 25, depending on the year. So around 100 yeah. every year for 18 years. But of course, some of those we go back to year after year. But probably a yeah. thousand is a pretty accurate guess. 2020, you went in the negative. So that's going to count. <laughs> yeah, probably. Exactly. So, so how do you guys, so you're not doing right now, you know, you're, you're still busy. You're doing creative things. I'm always amazed when I get your emails and I see on Facebook, the stuff you're doing. I know our girls were in your um, magic camp that you did yeah. this summer. Which was so fun. Um, what are some new things that you're doing during this? I know you still have a hope of um, doing events like you've always done, but in the meantime, you're, coming up with some creative ways to serve the Kidman community and parents. Talk to us about that. Yeah, well, like you said, we did um, several weeks of magic camp. So that was fun being in your girls' were so Yeah, that was fun. One-on-one -on -one with kids and children's pastors, just teaching them different um, illusions and stuff from our magic set. So that was good. We're, um, we're being creative. Uh, David's come up with several different stuff. Yeah, you know, I think it's an Eleanor Roosevelt quote that says, do something that scares you every day. And so I think that's the one good thing about like these last few months is it's been such an opportunity to do that with yeah. probably yeah. even less fear than maybe was there in the past. Because, you know, just like churches, you can try things you've always wanted to try. And right now, if it doesn't work, there's a little more grace because people are going to say, at least you're trying something. That's true. So for us, I mean, I think that's been the biggest thing is like we we still believe God has called us to do what we do, to reach kids and families with the good news of Jesus. And maybe that's going to look different for a while. I mean, we still thankfully are able to go and do some events in different places. I mean, different places are, you know, different situations across the board. But we can't go everywhere. So we're doing some virtual things, um, whether that be some different types of trainings with churches. We've done some virtual camps, some virtual shows. Um, but then the newest thing is... Yeah, now hang on just a minute. So yesterday when they, I text David, I'm like, hey, are we still on for the coffee chat tomorrow? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, let's, let's think through just real quick. What are some things we want to talk about? Yeah. Here, I thought all of these years, Tisha, I thought David and I were like this. I mean, I really thought somebody asked me, hey, who are, who are your top five or ten best friends? David Laughlin would be on the list. Yeah, you'd be at number two or three, something like that. And then you drop this bombshell on me. Oh, by the way, have you seen this new website of mine I've, that we're working on with all this new stuff? And I don't know if you could tell in my text back, I was a little put out. Like, <laughs> how am I the last one to hear about this? I thought we were like this. No, well, we are. Like keeping it, he's been saving it for this moment. Well, here's the thing, Ryan. You honestly are about the first person I've told. So the email went out today. And okay. All right. This is big. And I was really impressed. Well, thank you. Yes. Yeah. The, the last couple of years, we've had different churches that have reached out to us and said, we're building a certain curriculum. Can you help us with the creative elements? So we want to teach this. Can you like, 
you know, be the special guest just on a video or whatever it is? Or can you come in and rewrite our VBS, like create it so we do something totally different from everybody else, new and fresh, um, you know, a three or four day thing. So we've done some of that, but it's always like never been something we've reproduced. And right now we've had that same thing happen where our churches have said, we're not meeting for a while. So can you create something? Because what we're seeing across the board are kind of two big problems. I mean, there's many, but two kind of like rise to the surface with families not being physically in church is number one, like if you're not a part of something, you're naturally less connected. I mean, if you're not seeing those people, you're not involved with them, you're not as connected. But second, it's just becoming a normal rhythm to not go to church. Like that's just, you know, I mean, families feel less guilty about it. Like, well, we, you know, we're not going to go, like we're not ready yet, whatever it might be. And so the big thing that these churches have said is we need something to keep families engaged because some of that online engagement that was high at the start is tanking. And so yes. what we're doing is like, okay, we're, we created the, a series of 10 to 15 minute lessons. And part of it right now is just like, hey, if you're launching something new, whether it's going back to school or churches, whatever it is, let's do this well. And so what does scripture tell us how to have a successful launch? So in that one, we took a Bible story, the story of Gideon and said, how did he launch the successful plan to free the Midianites? And then how, what can we learn from that when we launch our plans? But then the next part is teaching attributes of God. So it's, it's definitely the teaching portion. We wanted it to be like teaching, but fun. And so in all of them, there's some sort of like hands-on activity. Almost every time it's teaching a kid a little trick, an illusion. We explain, hey, it's not real magic. It's just an illusion. So now these kids are super excited because they know they're not just watching something, but they are going to learn how to do this fun trick. So some churches have just like sent home the necessary props, which are really simple, you know, just paper or whatever it might be, nothing crazy. And some uh -huh. can send out the videos. So yeah, we've just been kind of building it and tweaking it behind the scenes, having a few people like, hey, give us some feedback. But Today is really the first day we'd let anybody kind of say this thing is happening. So it's really cool. And the website, remind me what the website is. It's summitproductions.org. So okay. So Andy, Andy will you, if Andy will drop that on Facebook and then Andy, let's put that in the show notes too. Summitproductions.org. When you go there, I dumped on there yesterday. You have several different of these, I forget if you call them series or, or what you call them, but there are several different stories or series that you put together. Right. So the first one was just the, the launch thing. So the, the idea is anybody who's launching something new, like you can just say, hey, we're launching a new way of doing things this fall. We're launching a new curriculum. We're launching a back to school bash, whatever it is. And so it's just like, hey, as you go back to school, as you go back to church or whatever it might be, how are we going to do this right? And then the other ones, like we started with just some attributes of God, like who is God, um, mm -hmm. that you can easily make that into a three, four, five week series where we talk about God is omnipotent. What does that mean? And what does that mean for our lives? God is omniscient. God is omnipresent. So some of those things that are just like these attributes of God, that God doesn't change and those kind of things, that's where we started. And then, so I think there's maybe eight lessons up there right now. And as we kind of get more feedback to how we can make it better, we'll continue to create and put them out and make the changes that churches and families need. I love it. Go check it out, friends. It's SalemProductions.com. Summit Productions. Oh, my gosh, Salem. Summit. 
Summit Productions. So it's a mountain. It's a summit. That is the summit. Everything we can strive for. Oh my word. Okay, we'll get it right in the show notes and on Facebook. Also, David and Tisha, your website, if someone wants to learn more just about your ministry, your resources, booking you at their church, doing something virtual with you, still David and Tisha? Yes.com. Tisha.com. Okay, David and Tisha, we'll put that in the show notes as well and on Facebook. Um, as we wrap up, David, you promised that you would share that you would reveal how you did that closing trick at Megacon last year, where you predicted, you wrote down a prediction and revealed it at the exact time as a digital clock at the back of the room said. So ladies and gentlemen, it's time for David to reveal the secret to the trick. That's right. Uh, Not do you have a list of all those who paid for this extra bonus portion of the live coffee chat today? Um, I thought you were going to say, like, I'll tell you how I did it. I did it really well or whatever you normally say. That's right. Can you keep a um, secret? So can I. There's a lot of those mean things, right? <laughs> I haven't heard that one. That's a good one. Can you keep a secret? So can I. All right. It's David and Tisha laughing. David and Tisha, we love you guys. Thank you for all that you're doing to serve the church and kids and families. Friends, go check out davidandtisha.com. Go check out summitproductions.com. And I know Dave and Tisha can serve your church anyway. Um, if you have a creative idea or you've got something in your head you've always wanted to do and you think they could help, reach out to them. I know they'd love to have that conversation with you. Guys, thanks for joining me on the coffee chat. Love you both. Thanks, Ryan, for letting me sneak in. Yeah, thanks for joining. This was a highlight of my day wow, that, you all, that you both could be with us. Yes. All right. Love you guys. Thanks so much. Okay. Always a treat to talk with David and Tisha Laughlin. Go check out summitproductions.com. Go check out davidandtisha.com. Connect with them on social media. Follow them on Instagram, on Facebook, Twitter, wherever they're at. These are great folks that love the Lord and love you. Let them serve your church however you can. Hope that you found some value from today's conversation. Hope that was encouragement to you. I love that quote. Do something that scares you every day. Do something that scares you every day. Boy, what would happen if you started doing that every day? You just did something to stretch yourself, to get out of your comfort zone. Um, all right, friends, thanks for joining me on today's coffee chat. Tomorrow, we're going to be joined by Jordan Davis. Jordan is a kid's pastor in the Indianapolis area who's been up to some pretty creative things, pretty creative things that he is doing with his kids and families and also found himself in a real tricky situation last weekend and how he handled it. He's going to talk to you about that tomorrow on the coffee chat. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation rolling in the I Love Kid Men Facebook community. I stand corrected, summitproductions.org. Thank you for that text, Andy, summitproductions.org. I probably have said the website 10 different ways. What you need to do is go to the show notes, <laughs> go to the comments on Facebook where Andy put it in there for you, summitproductions.org. Friends, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. This episode of the Ryan Frank Podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.